everybody doing tonight we're gonna flip you over to Chris here just do this kind of thing on the camera there's Chris He's driving it's it's working you just can't really see a lot of you but that's okay that's it make better. makes you even more handsome that's probably better for absolutely there you go so, good evening everybody we are uh, on our way out of Ontario unfortunately um, Sorry. you know what we won't be out of Ontario for a couple of days because this province is just way too big. They, they take up way too much land. And bumpy. And it's very bumpy. Yeah. So, uh, as was expected, there have been quite a few comments about us leaving Ontario. Uh, some people have used the word cowardly. Uh, mostly people that are hiding behind anonymous Facebook profiles on, the, on, the, on their couch at home. Some people think that we're leaving because we've given up or we're scared of the government or something. And that is entirely not the case. Uh, so a lot of the people that are sticking around in Ontario at the, the protests in Ottawa. There we go. Um, they're actually putting their jobs and their lives on hold to be there. And that's awesome that they're doing that. Others don't have jobs to go back to because they're truckers who are out of work due to the mandates, which is kind of the whole point of the convoy. Uh, for us, we expected to be gone for you know a couple weeks, maybe close to three weeks. Okay, for me, I was expecting to be gone a week, but 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 the reason was is because I actually thought the mandates could be lifted right away, or at least be enough pressure to to remove some of them immediately. And no, that's not the case. No, but there has yeah. been progress made. That's yes, sure. yeah. So anyway, uh, the reason we're heading back to Alberta is because while I could probably stay out there and just let my staff <clears throat> and my family continue to run the restaurant, uh, Jess and Carrie do have jobs that they have to get back to. That's how they earn money to buy my supper. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to get back. And I wasn't about to abandon them and uh, have them find their own way home. So what we decided to do was head home. Uh, they're gonna get some work done and then there are some other things to do in Alberta. And for those of you who think that I'm being a coward by leaving Ottawa because I'm scared, which I'm not. 
Listen up, people. This is important here. We're going back to Alberta. And I'm on probation in Alberta. And you can bet your left boot that we will be involved in some protesting and convoying in Alberta. Where um, they could very easily throw me in jail. So, for the haters out there, mark that down. And make sure you have the RCMP on speed dial because I will definitely be engaging in some protesting in Alberta. Uh, the other thing is, uh, some of that stuff came up because of the Emergency Act that Trudeau so tyrannically in enacted upon Canadians. That wasn't really for the Ottawa thing, that was for the border blockades. Um, he hasn't really even mentioned the protests in Ottawa. It's all been about the border blockades and, and that's kind of his justification, although it doesn't meet the criteria. So, yeah, like, the people at the Ottawa protest are likely going to be unaffected by that. And I've even heard rumors that maybe, maybe it even got tossed out. I don't know. If you know anything about that, please put it in the comments section, because we've had some messages about it, but we haven't been able to find anything on the legacy media. Yeah. Um, the rumor is that Parliament basically said, no, you spoiled a rat, you can't just use this for peaceful protesters, go suck an egg. Um, but I don't know for sure. So yeah, we're heading back to Alberta. It's gonna be a long drive. We really wanted to stay- Not, not your neighbor or anything like that. It's, Stumpy yeah, the Stumpy the Cat. So what else have we got tonight? Well, uh, have I mentioned it's dark in here? So, some of the comments about this out. We went there without really a plan. Most of the truckers did. We went there hoping we would be there for a few days or maybe a week or two. Chris could live there. I think he was looking for a house. No, I'm kidding. But we were there long enough to kind of get our boots to the ground and get involved with the groups that that needed our assistance or that we at least just got involved with, I guess. Yeah. So there was, uh, I'll call it the administration group. They really don't have any names, but uh, that group had, uh, they were doing social media, they were doing some, uh, some press conferences, that sort of thing. Um, and I, I do want to say that we weren't really involved in any of the fundraising or uh, GoFundMe. Uh, just a little bit on our own. Just, just on our, yeah, that's right. So there was that part. There was another group that was involved more with the uh, Adopt a Trucker. And uh, so we were involved with that, and that also uh, got me involved with working at the stage and doing the entertainment stuff out there. And um, and then the other group was the doctors, and uh, and Brian Peckford. Uh, who were they? They were Dr. Hodkinson. Uh, taking back our freedoms. Dr. Bridal. Yeah, taking back our freedoms. That's what it probably better. Taking back our freedoms group. So. What that actually entailed was a lot of hours. And with that, there were meetings um, that we kind of got pulled into and we were happy to do that. It made us uh, feel like we were actually doing something, boots to the ground, etc., etc. But what that actually entailed was that uh, we were out the door at eight in the morning. And so, you know, up at seven anyways, outside in the cold for a while most days, like full days, and then back in the hotel at 9 and 10 o'clock, and 
for more meetings and obviously to do our lives at nine. And that is definitely a full day for us. And so people were saying, you know, we should have done, uh, we should have done more, I guess, charity work. We should have gone to uh, the Coventry um, camp. And yes, we probably should have. Um, it wasn't exactly right next door, but we certainly could have been driven there. Um, we probably could have interviewed a lot of the truckers, but it ends up that the adopted trucker program was actually going to be doing interviews with the truckers, getting their stories. So we probably could have interviewed a couple on camera, and but for the most part, we would go out and with the money that was raised through wsfullsteamahead.org, we uh, made cash donations to truckers. We put stuff in envelopes and uh, gave it to adopt a trucker and uh, did that. Um, I'm just looking at some emails into here. No. And, um, and you know, shovels and getting out and, uh, and, and going and listening to the stories of the, uh, the, the people that work downtown. I think that was an important story too that was probably not covered by anybody because the focus really was on the truckers, which absolutely it should be. But the interesting thing, and we've said this before, is that if you're working downtown and you're told that these truckers are coming in and they're all gangsta-like, and they're gonna come in and cause a lot of commotion, and that's what the mainstream media was telling you, you're gonna wanna get out of Dodge. You're not gonna wanna set up shop downtown and that's exactly what happened at Rideau Center, which is their big shopping center downtown. That's what happened with a lot of the, the smaller shops. And again, the media and uh, the police, uh, the uh, spokesperson was saying that downtown was shut down because of the truckers and the protest. And that is absolute garbage. What ended up happening is when COVID hit, a lot of the stores downtown were hit because the, uh, the offices, the government offices and all that downtown were closed. And if you don't have anybody going downtown, there's no sense in actually having your store open. And so the cafes were closed, the clothing stores were closed, and it has not returned back to normal. And so honestly, when we got down there, there was a, just a handful of restaurants open and the Timmy's, so that's another story. But the Timmy's in uh, downtown Ottawa were very accommodating to us, and thank you so much for Starbucks you guys. Starbucks was not. Starbucks was not. No, not at all. I even had Starbucks gift cards, and I couldn't use them. And uh, so I've got a couple of Starbucks gift cards I'll probably just give away, because I'm not going to support them. And uh, But that's kind of what we, we felt like. Anything else you want to add to that? Oh, again? yes, definitely. Oh, Chris wants to add, so I'm going to flip the camera over. Bink. There you go. Oh, you were fair out? Really? Seriously? So, yeah, so I, you were mentioning how people said we should have gone and done more charitable stuff and this yeah. and that. Well, to that I'll say, if you want to do that, go ahead. Get off your couch, go down to Ottawa, do that stuff. Um, we had the privilege to talk to a lot of the truckers. And we didn't video a lot of it, or really any. Actually, we did video some, but some, we didn't video yeah. much of that. Because those were just <coughs> conversations we had with other people. That were. The whole point of this convoy was to end the mandates. And we realized.
message about what's going on in Ottawa and why gets out to people. If the message that Paul Alexander, or Dr. Paul Alexander, Dr. Bridal and Hodgkinson Hodgson are giving that uh, COVID is over, that message needed to go out. So that's where we focus most of our efforts, is getting that information out and, and also trying to get the information out that the truckers being there was a good thing for Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was, right out of the gate, there was a lot of misinformation and disinformation coming from the mayor, town council, uh, the media, the prime minister that had to be dealt with before we could ever do anything. So, yeah, it's great to go and get videos of the truckers and ask them why they're there and tell people, but everybody knows why they're there. They're there because they want the mandate. Little, little, little wins, I guess, when it all comes down to that. So what do we have now? So the CEO of CBC resigned. Yes. A little while ago. Yeah. Uh, Slally resigned. Is this like cleaning the swamp kind of thing? It kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Seriously, some of these truckers, oh my goodness. You guys, if you're truckers and you're out there watching, you need to tell these people to stop trying to kill people on the highway. This is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> that truck was literally trying to mate with my truck. <laughs> it was so close to me. Man. Why people got to be like that? There you go. And I'm speeding. I'm speeding. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there's been a lot of that going on. People resigning, people um, not really... Getting pressure? Was he uh, basically told that... Uh, Shit or get off the pot? What do you think? What do you? Well, I, he was caught lying. Absolutely. A lot. He was caught abusing his power a lot. And I think even the people around him can only take that so long before somebody has to take the fall for it. Just my opinion. Yeah. Is he did? Yes. So I think that's an important thing to note that even maybe, maybe the. Uh, the legacy media might be turning on him, or at least questioning what he's doing. Well, they're going to have to eventually, because if, if you were the media, would you want to be left, left out of that? Yeah. Like, the Prime Minister is the biggest disgrace to Canada since his father, and and you're going to miss that in the media? I don't think so. Yeah. Speaking of the, the French one, not the... <laughs> uh, I really do, because he's done a lot of things very, very similar to his father. Obviously, his ideology is similar. Yeah, the rotten apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I think one of the left, uh, the, the last things he has left to do is uh, finger Alberta. Yeah, that's true. I can't say it when I say that. <laughs> so we were just in Quebec yesterday, Montreal. I went to uh, buy beer at the beer store, which... Uh, is now permanently ingrained in my phone when we were driving it uh, the only thing that would show up on my my uh, maps were beer stores you, that we, was we searched beer that, stores a lot. that was I guess that was something that we searched for but uh, we looked for uh, what was it called the sac grande I don't know <laughs> something like that I have, where, a, I have a vest patch that says that yeah there you go. Uh, but yeah we went to Le Sac S-A-Q I guess and um, they wouldn't let me in. Uh, 
without showing a vax pass, and uh, which is ridiculous. Are we slowing right down? Slowing, slowing down a little bit. And uh, but as of tomorrow, if I was in Montreal again, I'd be able to go and buy beer. Because it makes so much sense. The virus just health. disappears in one day, right? Isn't that the way it is? So again, the question is: is if the government tells you that you can take off your mask, or that you can go somewhere, or that you can jump up and down six times and spin around, are you going to do that as soon as they say that? This is pretty. What is this place? I don't know what place this is. Anybody know what this is? No. Lake. Lake Tamagami. Uh, Tamagami. Tamagotchi. Lake Tamagotchi. Except it always needs 2032 batteries to work here. That's a that's a tech joke. You know that? You remember Tamagotchis? Yeah. Kids used to have the Tamagotchis. Okay. So that's a, a conversation that we, we may as well have again right now because it's fresh on my mind. Um, so let's let's use a little... I don't even want to say let's use logic. This is how you can't do that. But let's, let's have a little discussion here. So as it stands right now, um, apparently for your health, you can go to a uh, restaurant yes. if you have your vax yes. that doesn't prevent you from transmitting or, or getting uh, the watermelon. The watermelon, good. But you can go there if you have a negative test at the door yeah. saying that you don't have that. Uh, if you go, if you're one of the people that are working that don't have the watermelon and you, you have to test three times a week, you still have to wear a mask even though you're testing three times a week, as do the people who have received their watermelon. The watermelon. So, flying. You can only fly if you're vaxxed. You can't fly if you have a negative test, which proves, beyond a shadow of a doubt, because the tests are perfect, right? Absolutely, they are. You don't have that disease. So, these people that have that watermelon are flying around in airplanes, using public services, still getting and transmitting the disease, and yet the people who are the safest in society, the ones who test all the time, cannot. It is very, very obviously a punitive measure to force people to do something to themselves that doesn't work. And it still blows my mind that there are people out there want me to die because I see the I, I see the fallacy in, in this in the government's logic. Like they're happy to have the government punish people for not doing something to themselves that doesn't work anyway. Uh, something they've done to themselves and hasn't bought their freedoms back. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And I think that's one of the reasons why people or some people crying and stomping their feet about the vax passes being removed. They want them there forever because they did their part by golly. They ended absolutely nothing. Didn't change a damn thing. And they just want everybody else who didn't fall into that to be punished. So they'll feel better. Or something. Why is that? I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to jump in here. So, I said that we were at uh, the Timmy's in Ottawa. There was actually, what, 
seems like a Timmy's on every corner. I guess government employees drink a lot of coffee. But we were, we probably went into two or three downtown anyways, and they were great. Now granted, we couldn't eat in the Timmy's. They actually took out all the tables. Um, but we were kind of allowed to eat off to the side, I guess. That works. Except, that was in Ottawa. So we went to the Timmy's in North Bay, Ontario, and uh, we weren't treated as nice. Um, we did eventually were able to order food, but we couldn't eat in there. And this is the first time I've seen this happen. We walked in, and there are people sitting, I don't know how many, let's say eight people sitting in the restaurant. And if you're sitting in a restaurant, you can have your mask off, you know the rules. But if you're standing, you're supposed to be wearing your mask. So we walk in, no mask, and the people that were sitting by the door, the, the two girls there, looked over at us, they weren't wearing masks, and they put their masks on. And they were obviously fully protected, according to the government, yeah. because they were eating in there, yet they still didn't feel safe. So they put the mask on and I could tell that they were looking at us and talking about us and I was okay with that. It's just I thought that was really weird for them because the government says you can sit down and eat without a mask on. But yet when they see somebody else walking around with a mask or without a mask, they decided to put the mask on. So the reason I'm telling you this story is I think we're going to run into some problems in a few years. If not even next month. next month, when March 1st, um, you don't have to wear a mask in Alberta. Uh, and the government in, says it's the now safe. Government says it's safe, and there are people out there that are saying, I don't trust the government. There I just don't trust them. out there literally protesting because they want to continue wearing masks. Yeah. Now, who's telling them they can't? Where is logic and common sense these days? Where did it go? Like that whole story Carrie told you about us walking into a restaurant and the fully protected members of society putting masks on in the middle of their meal to protect themselves yeah. because they weren't protected enough. Where is the logic? And how can people not see this, this common sense disconnect? And what are we going to do about it? Really, I want to know. Yeah. What are we going to do? But haven't we seen that meme? If you don't... Uh, Quebec actually has a mask mandate removed and no but so as of tomorrow you can go and buy beer you can go into a big box store you still can't go into a restaurant and a week from now I think it's on the you can now go into church without a QR code and you can now go into a funeral without a QR code because if Grandpa Johnny passed away a few days ago the virus will know that next week you could probably have his funeral. It's, it's nothing to do with your health or safety or anything. I flip it's the camera around. Pandering, political posturing. It's a, it's a. They're trying to get themselves out of this hole they've dug and keep as many people as possible happy, so they have a chance of getting reelected. But the idiocy is so thick. And there, there's a bet, there's a, there's a, there's a silver lining there. Yeah. The NEC is so thick that people cannot ignore it anymore. They're seeing it for what it is. Um, 
Yeah. Remember that one time we were in Ottawa and there was like hundreds of thousands of people shoulder to shoulder? And there wasn't bodies piling up in the streets and the hospitals didn't get overwhelmed. Do you remember that? Well, I think the, the, ho the hospitals were overwhelmed according to CTV because they said... Oh, yes. Yes. The hospitals are overwhelmed because the hospital staff are having a difficult time getting to work because <laughs> they have to drive around the block. Yes. That was the article. Protest overwhelms hospitals, fine print, because of traffic. And even with that, it really wasn't that bad of a traffic. Not at all. No. You know, and again, people were kind of focused on um, on how many trucks there were or how many people there were or anything like that. Honestly, there were so many trucks and so many people that I couldn't count. Let's just end it at that. It doesn't matter if it's a thousand or two thousand or ten thousand. There was just a lot of trucks. There was every street had trucks and every street had people. You can't count anyway. I can't count what? I, I certainly can't count and I certainly can't keep track of where we are driving because now I've got my phone out and my GPS is off and but we still got LTE. We're still doing pretty good. Here. No, I'll just keep driving until we hit an ocean. Okay. An ocean? Yeah. Like BC. Wouldn't that I be amazing? To, I think we need to go to BC. Okay. I do think we should go to BC. Yeah, let's go to BC. Does anybody want us to go to BC? I mean we're gonna be passing through so again the plan would probably be We'll drive somewhere close-ish to Thunder Bay tonight, and uh, have a sleep here in the in the in the cab, and get up in the morning fairly early. We have a shower and a bidet and everything. In, no, we don't. We have and nothing in here. We don't even have. We'll have to stop off and get we some have food an somewhere. Empty windshield washer fluid and, jug. Yep, an empty windshield washer fluid jug that we fill up quite often. And I'll that's leave. not true. It's absolutely true. Don't don't it's listen to him. Scary. It's absolutely. It's just People me. People are gonna think we're throwing poo at the walls. In okay. Here. No. So yeah. BC. So, but that was my point. Is we're gonna hit uh, Thunder Bay sometime tomorrow morning-ish, and we'll make uh, Winnipeg for sure tomorrow night-ish, and uh, Saskatchewan and uh, Alberta, and I'll get dropped off. Chris and Jess will go off to uh, Mirror. I'll pick up my stuff and head off to Kelowna and do some work. You know what's uh, that'll really be a fun? Thursday. Do you know what's so fun? What's so fun? When people wait to pass you until the passing lane is ending. That is fun. I'll get to turn the camera I around. I love to, it. And they're it's all trucks. My, it's literally my favorite thing ever. I think the only thing that's passing us right here are our trucks. Yeah. It's the only thing. Anyway, so that's kind of what our plans will be for uh, for heading back. But uh, I do like the idea of BC. I'll be in uh, Kelowna and BC. And uh, I'll give a little bit of a report of what Kelowna is like. Maybe I'll even attempt to go out and have a burger somewhere. You know where else we need to go? Actually, do you know? Do you know? Do you know what we need to see in BC that I kind of miss besides my family? Who's that? Daniel. Daniel. Daniel Degassi. We're coming for you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll hunt did, you down. Did, did anybody out there see the uh, Daniel Nagasi, uh, Doctor Nagasi, deliver? That I'm not sure if I would call it a jumbotron, but it was just a really a big, uh, big, big bunch of TVs kind of okay. put together. Daniel, uh, Dr. Daniel Magasi delivered a speech on the Largetron at Parliament Hill, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the guy is like extremely, extremely smart.
that's a good idea. Yeah. Because if you haven't seen it, you really have to. Um, yeah, the guy's... He's a, he's a pretty cool dude. For, for a nerd. Yeah. And I, and I know on the main stage, uh, all this week they've got, uh, again, musicians and speakers. And during the week it's a little bit less. They've got some DJs. But this weekend, I, I'm so excited. I want to tell you who's playing there this weekend. Did they actually get them? Yes, but I can't because oh. it hasn't been released yet. Oh my goodness. It almost makes me want to go back, which I, I totally what will. Accidentally say? What happens if, no, no, I, I can't say that. I can, can think I, of, I can think about six different segues to say it, but I'm not going to. No, we'll uh, we'll announce it when they announce it because I don't want to. I don't want to be stealing their thunder. They... I'm gonna give a hint. No, don't. I'm gonna give a hint. No, because yeah. yep. I already know what your hint is gonna be. Billy Idol. That's the worst hint ever. It's a great but hint. I but I know what you're saying. But it's still a bad hint. It's a great. Hint. Okay. Anyways, so. Um, if you are in the Ottawa area, uh, I, I would probably try and get out there this weekend. You know, yes, whether or not it's whether or not it's going to be the last weekend or not, we never know. I mean, in theory, it should be because that would be great. If it was, that would mean that the mandates would be lifted or at least a little bit better than this. You know, we're gonna we're gonna think about it and go for like uh, maybe two or three weeks from now. But you know what? Regardless, um, next weekend. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a nice day for a white wedding. That's that's still not a good. That's still not a good. It's a great. Hit. It's a not a. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, not a bad. It's a bit of a stretch, but it's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Okay, that's all we're going to say about that. Okay, can we change the topic yeah, there? Because otherwise, I'm going to end up spoiling it. So. Still some laundry. No, we're not doing that either. Okay. All right, what else have we got? I think that's it for now. This is still a bumpy ride, and it's been, uh, I don't know, how long have we been on? 45 minutes, I think oh, that's about there all. there is something else. Okay, I gotta turn the camera around again. Okay. So, uh, does anybody out there know what's going on with Pastor Klauski? Ah, that is a good thing to talk about. Yeah, he's being treated like absolute garbage. And whether you agree or disagree with his politics, oh my Jeepers. God. We'll have to take a drive to where uh, he's being held, yeah. which is the Calgary Remand Center. Maybe we'll have to go visit there. I think so. And I think we're going to have to go and visit uh, Milk River. Yeah, Milk River sounds like a good idea. I just got a text about Coots, so let me... But yeah, I like the idea of going to there, and uh, I think we should uh, definitely be bringing the, the truck around. Uh, definitely. I think the truck is a good, uh, a good symbol now. Yeah, we're doing uh, some kind of a 
is it a lottery draw but we don't call it a lottery I'm not sure it's an auction an auction for the one one of the trailers the big trailer I don't know you want to tell the specs about it because I don't know I, I would just call it's it a trailer a gigantic it's a gigantosaurus uh, four slide trailer with everything in it it's awesome it's like if you're a retired couple and you want to go and do the snowboard thing uh, this is the trailer yeah. king size bed every feature Sun, sunken living kitchen. room yeah yeah. Front kitchen, so your stuff doesn't go flying all around the shelves in the back of the trailer. Yeah, beautiful trailer. Anyway, yeah. so some some sort of auction on WS Full Steam Ahead. Uh, I guess I should know about that because I'll probably be the one doing all the work again. Yeah, so that yeah, quality yeah. trailer will be up for auction. My 67 Mercury pickup is also hitting the chop block. There you go. Uh, donated to Full Steam Ahead as well as my Volvo. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I don't need it. That's true. Pack light. There you go. But if we decided to pull that trailer in this truck, I think we'd be what 150 feet long. Like I'm not oh, sure. Easily. That, easily. I'm not even sure if we could actually do that. We yeah, be yeah. our own convoy. That's right. Yeah. People send me texts and I can't read because I'm bouncing around too much. But that's okay. All right. We'll just leave it like that. I think that's all for now. If we can think of something else, we'll come back in uh, two minutes. But I'm actually quite impressed with the cellular service out here. So if you're driving in uh, northern Ontario, I would definitely do highway number 11 because you can tell it's been so smooth. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's like yeah, a racetrack. It's, it's absolutely like a racetrack. I should be taking my car out here and uh, bombing around and avoiding all the potholes. I'm sure you how you'll do that. Yeah, yeah. There's snow. Actually, the roads are pretty good. Anyways, anything else? Yes. Okay, Ontario one more. is absolutely beautiful. Yes. I really like it. We've been very impressed with Ontario. Now, if we could just remove some of the mandates, I think... Uh, some of the politicians. And some, most of the politicians. Get people's property taxes lower. Good yeah. grief. I feel sorry for you, Ontarians. You're... Yeah, it's... That's insane. Yeah. Paying property tax. Especially on a business. Some of the places that we've talked to here in Ontario... And we're not talking about lavish houses. They pay more in property taxes in one month than I do in one year. Yeah. It's nuts. But yes, Ontario is beautiful. Uh, the people have been absolutely amazing. And same with Quebec. I friggin' love Quebec. Yeah. They are crazy. They're friendly. <laughs> absolutely their, crazy. Their English is way better than my French. Yeah. And yeah. Portrays the relationship between Quebec and Alberta is not reality at all. Quebecers are awesome. There you go. Also, I like their accents. We we ho That's that's not very good. All right, so I think that's it. We're saying good night. Thank you so much for watching. Love you guys and. Uh, We'll see I'm, if I'm we've got PS. more. Oh, here's a PS. I'll turn the camera around one more time. Sorry, again. Yes. So, I'm going to do a kind of an episode on this if we haven't done it yet. But, here's a little more clarification. A lot of you may know that I'm involved in an organization that was previously called the Alberta Unity Project. Yes. Now, the Alberta Unity Project is an independence-minded organization that seeks
needs to educate Albertans as to the benefits of being an independent nation. And no, that does not mean that I hate Canada. It just means that um, sometimes you have to retreat into your communities and do what you have to do to prosper. And in the current climate we're in in Canada right now, nothing to do with climate change. We're talking about political climate. Uh, the West has not been fairly represented for years. And it's time to have a conversation with the federal government to say, hey, either we get a fair shake here and be equal partners in confederation, or we're going to have a referendum on leaving confederation. Yeah. Simple as that. So that's what the Alberta Unity Project, as it used to be, was. Um, over the last few months, there are some people involved in the Alberta Unity Project who hijacked the movement and inserted themselves into places of authority and uh, used the courts to tie things up and they tried to derail the movement. These same people were involved with uh, um, previous shows you may have seen like Wexit and the, the Wild Rose Party. Independence. Party, Wild Rose Independence Party. Uh, on both occasions, this individual did the same thing. Those, those movements got big, they tried to latch onto it and turn it into something for themselves, and they derailed the movement. But in this case, the folks behind the Alberta Unity Project, as it was previously called, um, are not going to have any of it, and neither am I. So, there will be a rename and a rebrand coming, and then we'll give you the details on who these five folks were that tried to hijack this. One of the, actually two of the things they tried to do was pay themselves salary out of membership fees, of which some got paid out uh, to, the, to the objection of the rest of the group. Purchase vehicles for themselves to drive around Alberta. Wow. And when the others didn't agree to this self-serving interests, shit hit the fan. But it hit the fan for them. So you can expect to hear some updates and some Zoom meetings between me and some of the original founders of the Alberta Unity Project, which will be renamed and rebranded. So, if you are following the Alberta Unity Project Facebook page, uh, it's a fraud. Know that it's actually not being run through the Alberta Unity Project. Don't give them any of your money. Don't give them any of your support. They're in it for themselves. And this is not the first time they've done this to movements that were supposed to be for the betterment of society. And yes, I'll give you more information as soon as I can. There you go. P.S. There's a P.S.? Okay, I gotta flip it back again. There you go. That was your... Tread on us. Ooh. There you go. Alright, that's it. We're done. It's, uh... 10.30 this time in uh, Eastern Standard Time. That sort of thing. And uh, you guys have a great night. And uh, as always, I'm going to end off with... Who is it this time? It's got, it's got his... Oh! Jim Watson. Ain't nothing getting in our way